0: Burdens exchanged. Life reframed. CCFM 107.5. Changing lives for good. So let's get straight into it. And for those who don't know Michael Swain, Michael Swain heads up Freedom of Religion South Africa. And uh, we're talking about South Africa's submission to Parliament. And uh, specifically with regard to this today, uh, wanting to chat about the submission to Parliament on the impact of the COVID 19 regulations on the religious community of South Africa. What is the submission about, Michael?
1: Well, we've basically obviously been engaged with the whole lockdown issue for some time, really since the beginning of this pandemic. And we are now going back to Cogta again uh, to ask them why regulations must now provide or why should regulations not now provide for gatherings up to 50% of the floor area. And then, of course, there is still the issue that religious leaders specifically have not been recognized in terms of regulations as essential services. And we just have noted from the beginning and we have given a summary to Cogta of the way that the religious community has actually been treated unfairly and, in our view, discriminatorily. Uh, Right from the beginning, the regulations have not been proportional, they have not been equitable, they have not been fair or even reasonable, particularly because in many instances, they're not scientifically based. And it's quite interesting uh, just to mention, I know we have a short time, that three examples were published last week to show that government basically ignored the advice that they received on everything from actual lockdown levels, curfew times, sale of alcohol, closure of beaches, etc., from their own ministerial advisory committee. So the question is, and we've been pushing this question for uh, many, many months now, what basis is there for government to restrict the constitutional rights that we have to freedom of religion, among others, Because unless they can show that it is proportional, unless they can show it is reasonable, equitable, they simply can't do that. And again, we're not saying that this pandemic isn't a serious matter. It obviously is. But we are saying that if you look at the current levels of infections and death rates, we see a decreasing justification. For the fact that government is simply not responsive uh, and not restoring as we believe they should at least 50% occupancy at this stage for religious and all gatherings.
0: Could not agree with you more. So what do we as citizens of our beautiful country do to help this process move forward?
1: Well, I think, first of all, stay informed and stay engaged. You know, we can't simply sit back and accept the status quo. I think that's very clear. Um, and, we will, again, continue to be making submissions. We have the meeting on Thursday, which is coming up in uh, this week. And we have recently written again to the president. So we just have to keep the pressure on yeah. uh, because, again, this is ultimately an issue of law. Yeah. And we have our court case running. As you know, we're filing our heads of argument this week uh, on Wednesday. And we're then looking for a court date uh, shortly thereafter, hopefully, because we believe, again, we must set a legal precedent so that government cannot in future simply uh, treat the religious sector unequally from other sectors of the society.
0: So true. That's why we're going to have to wrap it up, Michael. But for people who want more information, where do they go?
1: Uh, They can go to our website, uh, 4SA.org.za, or they can look at our Facebook page, Freedom of Religion SA, and sign up for our newsletter. And yeah, just stay informed and stay engaged. That will be the most important thing we can do at this stage. There are many other issues, Jonathan, but we'll chat about those on
0: another time. Definitely we will. Michael, so great chatting to you. Thank you for your time and have a wonderful day. God bless. Thank you. CCFM 107.5.
1: Changing lives for good.